Is he joking? I was playing park with him. Welcome to Podcast 3.5. Uh, we just got done with Podcast 3, so check that out. We're here again with Cameron Carmichael, Brandon Bargo, myself, Lachlan Anderson, and I think uh, the best thing to do in these 3.5s is just hand the mic hand the mic over to Brandon and we'll chip in when we can. So, our man in the beat Penn State shirt, let's get it cracking. Which we did beat Penn State on yeah. Yeah. Okay, so last week we I talked a little bit about how UCLA was struggling a little bit, how they Chip Kelly had came in there in his second year and they were only averaging 14 points per game and Chip Kelly was known for scoring a lot of points and so I just kind of brought up how they were struggling. Well, it's fair to say that they had a dandy of a game last week. Mm-hmm. They went on the road to Washington to Washington State and they trailed by 32 points in the third quarter. <laughs> Wait, you wrote this down for us. They scored 50 points in the second half alone. In the second 50 half. 50 points. Ended up winning the game 67 to 63. That is unreal. And shout out John Miller. Yes, the, the Pac-12 does play awful defense as we see in this score. Golly. And these, the stat lines are insane, too. The, the quarterback I hit on last week, I talked about, hey, he's a highly recruited guy. He oh just hasn't performed well. God. Dorian Top, Thompson Robinson ended up with over 500 total yards, seven touchdowns, five passing, and two rushing. Oh, my God. The quarterback for Washington State with the name of Anthony Gordon, Gordon was 41 of 61 with 570 <laughs> yards and nine touchdowns nine. passing. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Except for somebody who's watched college football for a long time, why are these stat lines possible? Because they throw it every time. But Washington State's coach is Mike Leach, and he's known for the air raid. He literally was – he's Hal Mummy's – he was right below Hal Mummy when Hal Mummy made the air raid, and Mike Leach literally passes the ball like every time. It's incredible. It's really fun to watch if you like offense and not defense. I actually watched the end of the game, and it was, it was entertaining, but – yeah, it's just that's crazy. Sixty-seven, sixty-three. It literally sounds like a basketball score. Insane. But I guess UCLA is now one and three, and Chip Kelly listened to Apartment Eleven last week. Last week, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, he's right. We that gotta, Brandon Bogo kid. We got to win." So they went out and done. So you trying to say you fly to UCLA this week to be the GA from now on? I didn't. You say haven't any, got that call yet. I didn't say anything about being a graduate yeah, assistant. You haven't got anywhere. that call yet. Let's talk about something else, and we're not going to bring up you today anymore. So we read this. I read this. This is something you said. Hey, this read is this. Uh, yeah. I told you guys to, to read this, and this mm-hmm. is interesting. It literally has happened with, with the past two days. De'Eric King, he's a quarterback from Houston. If you remember on on the first football podcast I did, I talked about, hey, like he played against kids Oklahoma the year. We talked about Jalen Hurts. I was like, but the quarterback from Houston is really good. He threw 50 touchdowns last year, did he not? Yeah, he, he's, he's really good. He's been the star for them all year. Yep. And yesterday, it came out that he was going to redshirt and transfer. Mm. And it, it's his dad came out and said, hey, it's okay for him to be selfish in this situation. He's going to find a better place. Well, a few hours later, he uh, says that, no, I'm not. I'm going to redshirt, but I think I'm, about, I'm going to come back and come back, to come, back, come back to Houston next year and play, play here. And see, this is a rule that came in. It was the four games you can play yeah. and – you know, the school we're at, the same thing happened with a freshman last year, and it was impressive. And, like, I think it's such a good thing, but this is a whole different take on that. Whole different so take. So, I'm, I'm going to ask you guys this, and I'm going to give my, my answer last. Do you guys think he will redshirt this year 
and be on the team next year. And obviously, he's going to register this year. Okay. Do you think he'll be on Houston's team next year? Houston, Houston are one and three right now, yes. right? Do you know who the quarterback is, the backup quarterback for Houston? I read it. Do you know? I do not. It's the coach's son. Ooh, okay. So that's a whole different aspect to it, right? Okay. So if this kid performs, right, as the coach's son, th- there might be a situation where they're like, hey, you can leave. You can transfer. But he is a great quarterback. 50 passing touchdowns last year. Like, it was a record or whatever. I've read all that. It's, it's a crazy take, like I said. And I think that if it goes down, continues to go downhill for Houston this year, starting one and three, I don't see, like, I, I see him coming back and, like, leading it to a better season. Like, if they've got recruits coming in and he sees that next year is going to be really good for them and he wants that, like, sort of stat sheet and, and record on his list, then he'll come back. But if he doesn't see anything good, he'll transfer. I'm going to go ahead. Cam, what, what do you think he'll be on the team next year? Just judging by the situation, like the outside, then it doesn't sound like it. it I'm going to go ahead and say there's, like, a 0.0001% really? chance he's on the team next year. Yeah. Because... He's going to have multiple, multiple big offers, power five schools mm-hmm. that are like, hey, you can be our quarterback. I would assume Florida, Franks is out, is gone. He's going to, he, they'll be going after him. Tennessee. Speaking of, I've had multiple people text me, it's like, hey, why haven't you talked about Tennessee yet? So for you, I'm going to talk about Tennessee next next week. They are they're a dumpster fire, and I, I should have talked about them before, but I haven't. But I expect them to go after this quarterback here from Houston, De'Aaron King. And another one that everybody immediately said, hey, he's going there, is Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma is, you know, the king of the of the transfer quarterback. They took Jalen Hurts this year. He's mm-hmm. in consideration to win the Heisman. And that's that's the uh, that's the thought right now is, hey, he's going to Oklahoma. But that's big. That's a big I don't call. think he's going to Oklahoma. Because here's, here's a guy that you guys need to watch out for, Spencer Rattler. He is the backup for for Oklahoma right now. He's a true freshman. If you guys watch QB One on Netflix, he is he is on that show. Really? Highly recommend to watch that show. He's a stud. He's a pure stud, and I think he's going to come in next year and be. He's going to be a redshirt freshman, of course, and he's going to be the guy in Oklahoma. So I do not think that Derek King will be there. I also do not think that Derek King will be at Houston. I think one of the SEC schools will come and grab him. Maybe even Georgia, they're going to lose from. He's a junior. He might he might head towards the towards the NFL. So he's going to he's going to have a lot of offers to that are no offense to Houston that are just better than Houston. Yeah. So with that, let's. I just picks. brought I just brought no I just brought up Georgia. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about about their about their game. Well, these were these are our picks from last week. Is what I'm saying. Like what you've yeah, got. Yeah, we did. Here. Did we do this? We game? did yeah, Georgia, we did. Notre Dame. Yeah. Did we do Auburn? We did. Yeah, we did, did Auburn. We did yeah. Auburn, and we did the Wisconsin, Michigan. So how does talk? Let me talk about Georgia. Georgia yeah. beat Notre Dame twenty three seventeen, and I need we, to get. We were watching that game. We were watching that game at an entity in Richmond. More of a, it was more of the end of the game, and yes. we were stopped, and you know it was good. Yes, good game. But I thought Notre Dame was going to get the absolute break speed off of them. Really. And they looked legit. The defense with Notre Dame, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed. They looked fast. They were effective. And, I mean, you have, we'll have to see how they progress that year. That's always been the knock on Brian Kelly. Is they're, now, they're good, but they're not all that. But they went on the road with, with, against Georgia, and they could have won that game. So, I was impressed. I think I picked Georgia's win. I think, do we all three have Georgia? We all definitely had Georgia. Definitely yeah, have Georgia. Yeah, so, so, I mean, we all, we all had that one. And the yeah. next game, I know I got wrong. Was I got Auburn right. goes on the road. And beats Texas A and M. I had A and M picked, 
and I, I, I thoroughly will admit that I, I bought into the Jimbo Fisher hype a little bit too soon. He he's going to get it going there, but it's it's not it's not this year. I mean, they have some talent, talented dudes there, but he like he's he's recruiting with the he's recruiting with Bama, he's recruiting with Clemson in that in that tier, but he's not there yet. But credit to Auburn, Bo Nix, the true freshman quarterback. He's he, good. <laughs> he could win the Heisman. His when. Probably not next year, but his junior year, he's definitely going to be a front runner for winning the Heisman. He's a stud, but the thing is, he's a true freshman. He makes true freshman mistakes, but sometimes he looks like a fifth year senior out there. And he's, I mean, he's an Auburn guy through and through. His dad played quarterback at Auburn, and he he's special. And to go to go to Texas A&M and win that game with ninety five thousand people at you on a Saturday night or Saturday evening, mm-hmm. that is super super impressive to do. On the opposite side of that, the front four for Auburn is the best defensive line in the country. Derek Brown, he's going to be a, a probably a top fifteen pick. In that front four, they're all going to be drafted this coming year. They are loaded. It's it's unreal. So that's the thing with Gus Malzahn. It's always been a man. He runs a great spread offense. He's got a defense this year. So Auburn is ranked eighth. They they're going to have their chances. They're going to play Auburn. They're going to play Alabama. So they're going to have their chance to make to make that make that playoff. Wisconsin, Michigan. I know I picked. Wisconsin. I said two. I did as well. I, I had someone. Awesome. I had someone Snapchat me and say, "You guys, you guys got this good picking." We all said, "I think if we can replay it and put it in," which I'm not going to do. But we all said that Michigan's dropping the ball lately. Wisconsin's going to take handle and just kick their butt, and they did. Uh, Harbaugh, I, I can officially say that your hot seat is the hot, the yeah. heater is mm. getting turned up a little bit because you've had year after year after year of talented rosters. And you've just not not performed. You can't. You can't. At one point in this game, they were down thirty-five to nothing. Mm-hmm. You can't. You cannot compete in your conference and be down thirty-five to nothing. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. So, yeah, Harbaugh. I mean, you're gonna have to get it together. You you have a great talent, especially defensively. And Jonathan Taylor ran all over you. So, you're gonna be. Uh, you're better. You better win. On the other side, Wisconsin. Nobody's talking about Wisconsin. I just mentioned Jonathan Taylor. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. But Wisconsin looked awesome, especially on with their offensive line and defensive line. They looked like a natural, true Big Ten team. But the thing for Wisconsin that is making them probably look at, looking a little bit better is they have a quarterback. His name is Jack Cohen. He was 13 of 16 last week for 128 yards. He obviously didn't throw no touchdowns. He only threw for 128 yards. But extremely consistent and he got first downs mm-hmm. and that's how that's how you, that's how you win these games you, you get down. first downs he does his job no turnovers is the is the big thing with this like he did his job he knows he, he that's what the big team team does they run the ball and they play defense and that's all he did he did his job he was accurate he didn't turn it over and I think that's the reason I think Wisconsin's going to make some noise especially in the big 10 a team that I also talked about last week, I hit on how I talked about UCLA. I talked about Florida State a little bit too. I bragged on how Coach Taggart, he's the, he's the guy. I said, you know, Florida Florida State fans wanted to fire it after the first game against Boise State. Yeah. Well, I thought I was going to be eating my words because in the third quarter we were all watching a football game. We well, was like, we was like, hey, like Florida State's losing right now. That's the thing, but they were up twenty-one to seven. It was so like commanding. We we're happy. They're like, oh, Louisville's at least Louisville's losing. We're yeah. watching the other Kentucky yeah. game. Um, and yeah, like you said, and in, in, in like you said, in the third quarter he was losing to the to Louisville twenty four to twenty one, and he was at home. 
I'm gonna go ahead and say if he was if he'd have lost that game, there's a good chance like I'm sitting here talking about how like Florida State might be hiring Mark Stoops from Kentucky this coming year, like because Louisville's bad, like they're they're bad. So that's uh, that's something I was glad the Florida State coming got that got that victory. Another game that we watched together, we all watched together, yeah. Minus Cameron, yeah, Cameron decided he didn't want to be a part of that, but yeah, Mississippi State and Kentucky. I let me be the first to say I was so wrong about. AJ Rose. I think we, me and Cam both are like, hey, Kwasi Smokes the better running back. We got to give, we got to let Smoke get the more majority of the touches. And I don't want to say, actually, yeah, I think they should be 50-50, The touches should be. But here's the thing that I, I really started because I go back and watch these Kentucky games. Here's the thing that I pay attention to is AJ Rose does all the little things that a redshirt freshman running back does not do. He calls out. We know where the blitzes are coming from. He's, he's a great pass protector. And man, he's just had bad luck, I think, so far. He had a couple big runs in, in the first half, even in the second half of that Mississippi State game. And I thought they should have started giving the ball more. Kentucky ends up running the throwing the ball over 40 times. And we all know that's not how Mark Stoops play. He, he likes to run the ball. He's, he's a Big Ten guy. He likes to run the ball and play defense. And, you know, Mississippi State, they just – Got on Kentucky from the beginning, and they just never let up. Kentucky had their chances, and Cam, I'm gonna let you in on this one. What about our field goal kicker? What's like he missed, <laughs> he was he was one of three. He missed the chip shot. Chance poor. Chance poor. The, the, the chances are poor that he makes it. Gosh, <laughs> but, Woo, that was harsh. <laughs> no, that is very. But cool. that was harsh to take though. Yeah, too. I mean, what's shot. what's your what's your thoughts on that so far? What can you do about it? That's the yeah, they brought in the backup and they, he nailed one. They brought in a backup kicker, Matt Ruffalo. He makes a twenty-nine yarder and looks like to me like takes the job. <laughs> I don't know if he's taking the job, but I think he's. They're going to be splitting it up because the the thing about poor coming out of coming out of high school was like, hey, this guy's inaccurate, but he's got a monster leg from fifty to fifty-five, like he can make it. But we saw down back-to-back weeks, he's missed like gimme kicks within thirty-five yards and. You cannot lose. You cannot miss those kicks and expect to win games. So, going forward, I would expect Kentucky to use Ruffalo inside of probably thirty-five and let Chance Poor kick kick uh, PATs after the touchdowns. And maybe if there's like a forty-seven to fifty-one yarder, let Poor go out there and kick it. But you know, like it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to win these games when you're kickers and you're just missing opportunities. Kentucky was inside the re- inside the the red zone inside the ten yard line twice and ended up with a total of three points in the second half. Mm-hmm. You can't win. You can't win games that way. And Kentucky also had a lot of errors, like receivers dropped balls. I know Lynn Bowden dropped a couple. Ahmad Wagner dropped a for sure touchdown. Sawyer Smith was overthrowing guys. And another thing about Sawyer Smith, I think we need to hit on is I think he could be hurt. I think really? I think he's he's hurt his shoulder and I don't know. Like it's it's a weird situation because with. With Walker Wood, he's the backup, and if, if it's like a long-term injury, which I don't think it is, I think we'd hear a lot about if it was a long-term injury. I think Walker Wood's your guy at quarterback. He's going to have to be. But if it's a one-game scenario, I think they might go with Lynn Bowden at quarterback. Really? Lynn Bowden is – he played quarterback at high school, and if you follow him on social media, you know that he can play quarterback. So, I don't know. Sarge Smith, let's hope he's fine. I think he is fine, but I don't expect him to throw the ball 40 times. They go – to South Carolina this week, I expect them. You're going to have heavy dose of AJ Rose, Capacity smoke. They're going to run it. They're going to let Sarge Smith throw probably 18 to 22 times. 
So we'll see. All right, you guys want to make some picks now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with the f- not not a good schedule this week of games. Mm-hmm. But our first one, we have a ranked another Pac-12 game. Yeah. 21, 21st ranked USC versus 17th ranked Washington. Who's home? Washington is your home team. I have, I have Washington for that one. Washington is my pick as well. Okay. One of my favorite NBA players of all time, Nate Robinson, went to school at Washington. They actually played football there, so I'm going to go with Washington. Okay. I want to assume he's your favorite player because he's small. Uh, no, if you've ever watched him play, okay. uh, if you've ever watched well, him luckily play, this is the college football and we can debate that next week on NBA Legends. If you if you don't enjoy watching Nate Robinson, play, no, I like him too. But there's something absolutely. wrong with you mentally. But go ahead. Okay. Your bias might be showing, but we'll not talk about that. Uh, Virginia versus Notre Dame at yeah. Notre Dame. Notre Dame was impressive against Georgia towards yes. the end. Virginia's ranked 18th in the country. Notre Dame's ranked 10th. Good. That's gonna be. That's gonna be a good game. Here, let me. Here's something. I honestly, I didn't know a lot about. I do not know a lot about Virginia football, but they have one of the best coaching names ever, Bronco Mendenhall. I saw that on here. And I'm like, where? Who is Bronco Mendenhall? Bronco and is the head coach's name, that's and crazy. that's a pretty awesome name. Mm-hmm. But names don't win you games. I'm going ah, with Notre Dame. Cam? Me too. I'm gonna go with uh, Notre Dame. Shout out Stephon to it. Oh my goodness, Kansas State. At unranked Oklahoma State, a game that you should watch. It's going to be a very entertaining game. There'll be a lot of points on the board. Who you guys got? I have K State. Who do you think I got? I don't. Let, I don't know. You'd never know. Who's your favorite player? <laughs> Mason Rudolph and James Washington. Oh I'm going to go with Oklahoma that State. That makes me want to pick Kansas State. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm picking Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's going to score. Oklahoma State almost had Texas beat this last week, so I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. And with that. Walk is rushing us. Hey, I'm going to go watch a TV show at 10. So, so, I'm not rushing hey, anybody. Y'all can sit here and talk all you like. I'm out of here, but if you want to keep talking, you can. I have no no more information to no. talk about. Cameron? I can gladly talk about some SEC football, but we're being rushed. This ain't an SEC podcast. <laughs> How is the weather? So, about the weather. with that, Locke, take it away. All right, with that, episode 3.5 is done. Bargo again, drove over. How far was it today? It was it, it it was it's like four usually, but it got pushed to five. There's, a, there's a red light, maybe the two. The red, red light lights. makes a massive difference. It's tough, you know, Main Street those red lights. Cam, how brutal. many how many steps from your recliner playing two K? <laughs> it was twelve steps. <laughs> Golly, when I had to run up the stairs. But again, thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Apartment Eleven Podcast. Tweet us like individually. We're gonna obviously set up a Twitter this week. It's like one social media a week. Uh, but we appreciate y'all for listening, appreciate all y'all's feedback, and uh, yeah, appreciate it.